Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Welcome to the Life, Life is, is Hard podcast. Life has been hard be this week. It's been... The importance of beef. Has... has, has beef, yes, beef. The impossible... Yeah, I don't know. The impossible burger is taking over the world. I'm really excited about that. So, um, no, uh, how was your week? Did you have a crazy week? Uh, I just had a week at work. I mean, it's been all right. But... Okay. Yeah. Week, yeah. Well, I mean, I had a week, a week of work and a weekend. It was a crazy weekend for me. It was just uh, a weekend of sort of, I got some new camping gear. I was going to go camping. I had everything packed up. I had food. I had everything ready, set out on the road, drove to a few different places, stopped. Drove? That's not camping. You got to hike. No, no, no. no. camping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I had my kayak on the trailer. The idea was I was going to paddle somewhere and then hike. Okay. And, All uh, right, fine. I'll let it, that go. But it, the point is, I didn't. I didn't really find a place where I felt like putting my boat in, and I didn't. I ended up driving around for a while and coming back home, and doing something completely different because I was like, I, I just I'm not in the mood. I, I just can't bring myself to just go out and. Anyway, so yeah, it was a tough camping weekend, but I didn't camp. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like camping. Yeah, it was there's there was other things involved. It just it just the the the, the, the stars did not align for a camping trip and then I ended up getting a headache that lasted all through Sunday and most of Monday, so that happens a lot to you lately. I know what's going on there. Well there is something going on and I wish I had the money to find out what, but I'm pretty sure that anything I would try to do in terms of, you know, finding a specialist and getting something figured out would be way more expensive than what I can afford. So Oh yeah. Of course it's going to be. So the good news, because there's always some good news, right? I was just reading this. Um, Maybe. In the news, they were saying that Burger King, pretty sure I got that right, Burger King, they're the ones to do the Whopper, right? Uh, yes. Are gonna Home be, of the Whopper. Are going to be coming out with a vegetarian, it's not vegan because they still put mayonnaise on it. I, you could have them hold the mayonnaise though and it would be vegan, but they're, they're going to be selling the Impossible Burger, which is a... A specific burger that is made by a company, I believe, in California. All these companies are in California, but um, it's that's com- impossible. I know that's what I said. What's even worse is uh, when I was reading this, it said that Red Robin had is it will be offering these in the very near future at all of their uh, their establishments. Red Robin. Yeah, Yum. and so I'm like, wow, if I can't get it at Burger King, I get one at Red Robin, but I'm kind of excited to try this because they claim the first vegetarian burger I ever had, I had in a restaurant. It was called a Bubba Burger. They've had those around. I'm for a familiar while. with those, but this one, they actually use heme, which is a protein similar to, if not identical to, that which comes from meat and gives it the 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 blood flavor that then cooks and, and anyway the um I don't want to get I don't want to wax too technical but but the point is that the people who have sampled this burger including people that work at Burger King cannot tell the difference between this burger and real beef yeah but that's people that work at Burger King okay but but if anybody <laughs> including me who hasn't even eaten beef in years tasted it and thought it tasted like real beef, that's quite a, a statement because most vegan burgers do not 
taste like actual real beef. They, they, That's not what you said. You said they couldn't tell the difference between that and the beef burger at Burger King. And I'm saying that you know as well as I do that all that stuff, McDonald's and Wendy's right, and right. You're, you're right. does not yeah. taste like meat. Point taken on that one. But I, I still... I still think, though, that it's pretty impressive. Um, well, Red Robin sells really good burgers. Um, yeah, okay. I was really just trying to be funny, but that's Well, funny. no, you're correct. I, I and, and I'm sorry you're trying to be funny because this isn't the time or the place for that. Oh, man. Am I in the wrong week? You're on the wrong podcast. Week? This is not the Life is Funny podcast. This is the Life is Hard podcast. We Can we do the sighing thing? Exactly. Least? We don't laugh. We sigh. Mm. On normal podcasts, you'd have people saying funny things and laughing. On this podcast, we go, we say sad things and we go, <sighs> exactly. That's why we have to have pop screens. Well, look, if we're not going to have any fun. Then I can tell you what I saw in the news shortly before the podcast, because I hardly ever bring up the news. And you can tell me what you think about if it. If it's fake so, news? <laughs> no, no, it's, <laughs> no, well, it's for kidding. real news. Like, there's I don't no, know there's that no it's exciting. Yeah. It's probably not funny at all. It may not even be interesting in this crap we probably either talk about all the time or shouldn't talk about at all. But one is that Pittsburgh, the city of Pittsburgh, passed gun control laws. Really? They, they yeah, they basically banned assault style weapons or whatever. Of course, they're not allowed to because Pennsylvania has a state law saying that municipalities can't pass their own gun control laws. So they're basically doing it as a symbolistic, right? Symbolic, yeah, symbolic gesture, symbolismism, yeah, kind of thing. It's like passing a resolution. Yeah, so it's going to get you know overturned, and they're going to actually face lawsuits from. Um, gun activists and you know would-be gun owners who were stopped, whose constitutional rights were blocked, or current gun owners, yeah, or whatever. Well, no, but, current gun owners already have exercised their constitutional right. If they already own guns, then they've they've exercised their right to bear arms. Well, yeah, but there's they, no, well, there's nothing in okay, constitution. I, that I says, know what you're talking about. You're, I know. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just being. Just funny. because they might not win does not mean they can't bring the suit. They can be sued. Oh, anyway. oh, oh, oh! You're saying they could sue even if they lose. Well, that's always true. But I was just thinking to myself, you know, the Constitution doesn't say you have the right to buy more firearms every day. Yeah, well, I'm not sure that you could sue on the Second Amendment anyway. Could you? Well, I mean, there in a civil suit, there has to be some kind of. Well, it's your civil, civil rights, law. right? You're someone's well, violating yeah. your civil rights, so it would be a civil I suit. I guess. I don't know. Well, anyway, speaking of civil suits, have you seen the one with Alex Jones? No. Yeah, he's being sued by some of the parents from uh, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Oh, yeah, that's been for a long time. Oh, I know, I know, but this up. has been in the news recently. His latest, uh, they, they put his depositions online because he's been doing using his show to talk about the trial and uh, basically to to try to make his case to his constituents and. Um, and so the lawyers have decided that because he's been making it public, it's okay for them to make the depositions public. And it turns out that he's been, you know, whining about, you know, he has some sort of psychosis or he had some sort of psychosis where he thought everything was a conspiracy. And so he he, he was just, you know, saying what he believed. He didn't mean to do anybody any harm, but it was what he believed at the time because he was suffering from some mental illness. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I like it. Alex Jones is a fucking snowflake. 
He's crying. He's the victim of all this shit. He's. I get it. I know what you're saying. But there, when he started, he did have some. Like there is some weird shit out there. Like the. uh, Yeah, but Alex Jones does not care about facts. I know, but there's that. uh, What's the the club where they go in the thing and they act all weird and they the club they all go in and act all weird I'm not prepared for this discussion either no I don't it. I don't even care because he Grove the something Grove or whatever but it turned out to be real and it sounds wacky sounds like a conspiracy but it's actually documented you can find stuff about it online well that's fine he... if it's documented and it's real but the problem with these people they have a loud voice they get to a lot of people and they just spout stuff without checking any facts this stuff, most of it can be researched it could be it, you could you could go on and you could say things like this looks suspicious we have reason to believe that what we're being told isn't true but that doesn't mean you get to go on and make shit up and say it is true because there's a difference between saying something is suspicious, saying that you don't believe the story that you were fed about Correct. the Kennedy, you know, Kennedy assassination, and you think that there may be something amiss, and that maybe the guy that they convicted did not do it, or maybe there was some involvement from some government agency. But saying that you believe something may or may not be amiss is different than stating things as fact. And that's what Alex Jones does. He goes on there and he says, this is what, this this is not, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. Here's the problem with Alex Jones. He doesn't have you. See, I have you because I was about to say when you were talking about Kennedy, there absolutely was more to it than that. There's no question in my mind. I 1000% believe that there was some kind of conspiracy there. And it's not even that far fetched. I mean, there's got there's a lot of evidence or enough circumstantial evidence, let's put it that way, to come to the conclusion that a lone gunman is pretty f- flimsy of a story. Right, right? But, but flimsy but, doesn't guarantee that. Exactly, you're going to call me on it. You're going to say, "But Rob." Yeah, well, some, yeah, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just going to say. You can't. You can't be sure. That's all. But Alex Jones doesn't have you, so I can say that wacky stuff because you're going to come right behind me and go. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, because okay. you're going to come right behind me and go. Look, Rob, you're full of crap. I'm having not having this discussion anymore, and we'll change the subject and be goofy about something else. But he doesn't have that. He goes unchecked, going like, Sandy Hook is a conspiracy, and 9/11 is a conspiracy, and da da da, and like. Some of the time, I believe him. You know, like I think nine eleven was an inside job. I don't think it's that big of a stretch either to figure that out. Now, how exactly they did it, I don't know. Whether you know, because there's all kinds of goofy like conspiracies inside of the conspiracies, like they used fake planes and you know, kind of crazy shit like yeah, that, yeah. which I don't necessarily believe. But. Yeah, nine eleven. There's you can track both sides of that if you follow one thread you will find all this evidence that says the conspiracy theorists are making this shit up then you follow another thread that's more along the lines of the conspiracy theorists are saying and it looks like they've got a lot of solid evidence i think the only way to resolve that would be to actually be able to get yourself actually talk to people that were involved actually do the interview because i just don't even know who to believe anymore it could have been just one of those freaky things 
like like uh, um, what was the I want to say it was Tropical Storm Sandy, but it was even a tropical storm. It was like an extra tropical storm by the time we got there. But that was a freak storm, right? It just, it practically took out New York because it happened to be the confluence of two storms that created a, you know, a terrible, you know, right. end result. And sometimes shit like that happens. Sometimes you just have where, because they even said that Bin Laden was surprised at how it all went down, like how, quote unquote, successful he was. Um, again, uh, we don't know who to believe. I didn't talk to Bin Laden, so I'm not claiming this is fact. I'm just saying, you know, even he was allegedly surprised. Um, but I, I, I would say that there's a lot of weirdness with 9-11, a lot of really suspicious things that you could definitely research. I just don't trust the conspiracy theorists who throw this shit out there. And I've read a lot of it. I watched the two-hour movie. I did all this stuff. And I was like, well, that's pretty convincing stuff. But then when you go research these individual things, you find out that a lot of it they made up. So it's like, oh, God. You know, it's- I'm, I'm with you on that. But, here, but the thing is, there's enough of the... There's enough grains of truth in there mm-hmm. that... You would say, well, maybe not you would say, but I would say like something like, you know, hey, there's a possibility here that our own government either made or allowed 9-11 to happen just to have an excuse to go into oh, yeah, Iraq. It looks, it looks bad. To, to invade Iraq. Yeah, but hold on. But yeah. so whether it's true or not, I mean, even if it's just a possibility of truth before it's been proven... If people go, oh, well, that's a, a, okay, and they just go to work every day and still go about their normal lives, when their own government might, not saying they did, but possibly could have committed terror upon their own people just to have an excuse to go to war, and you're just going about business as normal, that's what creates Alex Jones. That's why people start screaming about it and yelling at the top of their lungs, wake the hell up, you know, because this stuff could be, now I'm saying could be. Well, just to, but to, that's but, the thing is it just could be. Uh, I mean, you still yeah, have but to. so what? So stop and let's figure it out. I mean, even well, if who's it's gonna, just a possibility. Who's going to figure it, it out? Not Alex Jones. And certainly not, but the government's not either. They're not well, going to stop no, business there are, as usual. I mean, I mean, we talk about all the time how the politicians are bought and paid for, and the you know elite and the rich do whatever they want. It's the same case. They're not going to. Wouldn't do it be an nice if someone like the New York Times were to actually investigate and get to the bottom of it? You know, but um, you're the one that I mean you you even say that all these media outlets are bought and paid for too. Well, of course they are. That's why I said, wouldn't it be nice if they did? Well, but um, they're not going to, and that's why I'm saying that's how you end see, up that's, with Alex Jones. That's part of the larger conspiracy, but that's why you can't really believe anything. You have to come down on the side of. Um, I'm not saying you could believe anything. I'm I just mean, saying it's not crazy to believe that Alex Jones drives himself crazy going through these things and starts to see conspiracy everywhere because because he's yeah like but he went, he, went, he went beyond that he mocked I know. he mocked the parents I mean look I if, know. if you, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve any if of you this think stuff, Sandy I'm Hook saying, didn't happen and you think that those parents are actors no, my, my, I, I certainly don't. My first suggestion to you would be you need to go to Sandy Hook and talk to some people and find out if... I don't know. think the parents are actors. I think there would be no way to keep that 
lid closed. If there really was no a conspiracy, they actually still ended and up. And that's how the I children. feel about most conspiracy theories because when you're talking about involving five, ten, fifteen, or more people, trying to keep that a secret for any length of time is virtually impossible. I mean, that's that's something that's been said by you know very wise people who understand human nature. They said you you can't keep a secret if two people know about it. Well, it depends on who those 15 people are. If there are 15 ultra-rich people that meet together in secret rooms and... If they have you know, a good motive... Nobody knows who the hell they are Yeah, anyway. but, you know, in a lot of these cases, we're not dealing with a bunch of ultra-rich people. We're dealing with first responders, people who fucking volunteer to run into burning Correct. buildings. Yes, if you're yeah. talking about the theory that's purported, I agree with you. And that's why I don't necessarily believe the Sandy Hook theory, because it's so far stretched like even the 911 thing um the 911 i when i was looking into the conspiracy theories and then i was listening to what engineers were saying like why are these engineers lying if if these buildings really would have collapsed in the way that they did and they don't see anything you know un un usual about you know like they don't see that it would have been required that there be explosives because when i watched it first time i watched it i'm like what the fuck like it really did look like a demolition it did and i think and i think absolutely that's what fed a lot of the conspiracy thing was like people are like oh my god this was a demolition well i think it 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 still is i'm not convinced it wasn't well i'm not convinced it wasn't but i am more convinced that it may have gone down the way they said it did not saying it did or didn't i'm just saying it may have because a lot of engineers have come on gone on the record to say this is what really would have happened had this Uh, you know had these events occurred as you know in other words it didn't require additional explosives that's fine but i'm i'm willing to theorize I want to couch my words carefully here. I'm willing to theorize publicly on this broadcast that if you had hired a group of all those engine, you know, every single one of the engineers that we hire are in the group that says, yes, that building does this and it makes perfect sense, right? We're going to hire them and we're going to demolish that building on purpose. And we're going to say, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to fly a plane through it, and it's going to collapse like this. They would have said, uh, uh, that's probably not the best. You know, you can't really count on it doing that. You know, perhaps we should do it the the standard way and put the explosives under it and make sure that, you know, because people's lives are at stake, right? If that building falls sideways, you're killing other people. Right, so I'm saying if you're demolishing the building on purpose, not one of those engineers would suggest to do it that way. Which means it's probably not designed to do it that way. However, I don't know. I don't actually know where you're going with that. But but when those when those engineers came out and said this would have been a a, a plausible explanation, there are thousands of structural engineers across the country. Somebody would have jumped up and said, wait a minute, those guys are telling, they're not telling it the way it is. I think there are. I, there's a whole, there's a whole society of them. The, uh, I don't remember the name exactly, but they have a website, but it's like engineers for nine eleven truth or something like that. Like there's a, a whole thing Well, that's something that would be interesting to research. 
but they're I, not I, very well publicized. Well, but that's know, the as thing, you though. Might I mean, why? Well, no, I don't expect that. I, I don't. I don't expect that every news outlet, including the independent ones and the NPR, are going to ignore these people if they have something credible to say. And that's. I don't have time to go research everything. I don't have time to go. Oh, I agree. To, to go to because just because a website puts a bunch of names on it, they did the same thing with climate change. They had a, a website that had thousands of names of people who said, we don't believe in man-made climate change, in uh, anthrop- anthropomorphic climate change. And, um, and they, you know, people were researching these names. They found out that, that basically nine-tenths of them didn't have a degree in climate science at all. They may have had degrees. A lot of them didn't exist and some of them were just... Well, no, that's possible. I have certainly not vetted all the names of the people on that Well, that's the thing. Website. If you're a conspiracy theorist and you're trying to convince people and you're willing to go to any length to convince people that your theory is right, you can make stuff up that is incredibly convincing. I was listening to that, to the, to the video, or watching the video um, that somebody made about uh, chemtrails. And they had all this stuff, all these facts about uh, chemicals that were used to seed clouds for storms and these and how all this stuff was you know and, and they were putting this stuff in the air at 35,000 feet and all this and and I'm like thinking to myself okay wait a minute these are airplanes that are used to spread like pesticides that are you know because right. they don't go to 35,000 feet there's no oxygen at 35,000 feet you have to fly a jet you cannot fly a prop airplane at that altitude um so i did some research and i and i was checking on some alternate you know because there were websites that also were dedicated to debunking this stuff right but i did my own research and just checked on the planes that they were talking about like what types of planes were used what their maximum ceiling was where they said these chemicals were being put out and basically it is impossible it's simply technically impossible and then they were going on about salts and stuff collecting in the soil and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, if there were salts collecting in the soil, we'd have nothing but dead plants. Because you can't, if you put salt in your yard, it will kill everything. Um, anyway, just on and on, stupid stuff, right? But but um, it, it's some of it's demonstrably false and some of it you can't tell. And that's, again, where I kind of just take the, I take the like middle road and go, well, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. Well, I mean, I've kind of sort of taken a similar approach now where I used to get all worked up about this stuff, and now I've just, I've quit trying. You know what I mean? Like, I, I still think, and I, I probably could be wrong, but I just, it, it makes too much sense to me that 9-11 would have at least had some kind of assistance or permission from somebody on the inside. It it almost had to. It's way too eat. Like you said, Bin Laden was surprised how well it went. I mean, it does not. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, you know, so I'm all about it. Like, it, it was a, if if it did go down the way we were told, it was a fucking freak accident that they got away with it that they hijacked the planes they hijacked i mean they didn't get completely like the the one in pennsylvania but the point is that we did not spend near enough time or money or resources or independent investigations or whatever 
of what exactly happened. It was kind of like the official story was floated out there, which is a long shot if it's true, right? Yeah. And and everybody said, okay. And, and if you questioned it, you were unpatriotic, and that stigma lasted for long enough that nobody really cared anymore, and it still hasn't been properly investigated. Um, but what I'm saying is that I've given up trying to convince people, not that I'm right, just that it deserves, even the possibility of it, deserves a serious investigation. Because if it's possible to be true, that is an amazing thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I'm, I'm a big fan of V for Vendetta. But the point I guess exactly. I'm trying to make is that I'm not so sure someone hasn't researched it. You know, I don't know that you're not that you're not giving credit to a lot of in, you know investigative journalists who probably went after this like bulldogs at some point and tried to verify that the government wasn't lying to us. Well, that's possibly true. And, and you know, if they don't find anything, that's not much of a story, right? It's like, well, we didn't find anything. You know, we checked, we followed the leads, and they led us all back to the government wasn't lying. And I, again, I'm not taking a position on this because it was definitely a freak. It was a freak incident. And but we do know some things. We do know some things, like the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania. We do know that was hijacked by uh, uh, Islamic terrorists. So we do know that there were Islamic terrorists involved. Now, whether or not sure. somebody paid them, whether I mean, you could get out. You can go down so many different roads. Even if the conspiracy theorists are wrong, there still could be something behind it that we don't know about. Right. So uh, that's why I hate to just, and, and I would be the last one to go on a show and say, I know this to be true, or this is, you know, this is the story. I mean, story. ultimately, like anything, you got to follow the money. And the money is inevitably going to come back to somebody who's rich, which means they're somehow tied to the United States. it got to be. Oh, yeah, and that was part of the conspiracy theory, too, that there was a ton of money in this building that basically disappeared or was never recovered after the building collapsed. Um, what, all, in the World Trade Center? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, that I was, heard uh, about the insurance part where the guy, the new owner... Oh, that too. ...bought but, it like six months before and took out a giant insurance policy. And, but according to the guy that did the video, there was like a bunch of gold or something being stored in the World Trade Center and... And they And the government may have hauled off... Well, this is, again, this is all part of the crazy... I mean, this this the two hour video goes on. It basically takes, it tries to build a really thorough case on why the government would do what they did, what their motives might have been, all right. this stuff. Yeah. Well, um, there. I mean, there are multiple two hour videos. I watched oh, a few there? of them. Okay. Well, oh, I'll, have yeah, to watch, yeah, yeah. I'll have to watch five or six more because I have nothing better to do with my time than watch a bunch of <laughs> crazy videos by Alex you could, Jones. You could listen to this crazy podcast about. Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. Well, Somehow, I don't know how we got down this road. I'm a big fan, obviously. Well, on, a, on another conspiracy-related story, the the we have an update on the Boeing 737. I'm kind of late, and of course, if people oh, yeah, are going to yeah. hear this video two weeks after we or hear yeah hear this podcast rather two weeks after we record it, even later yet. But but the um, the U.S. finally did ground the uh, Boeing 737 Max. Um, basically under pressure. But when they when they did the research, when they got the black box results in, when everything was tallied, well, I don't think it's completely tallied yet, but they got more information anyway. They found out that the two crashes, uh, the one most recent one in India, right? Oh, no, wait. Now I remember. I think it was India. Um, anyway, the two crashes were very similar. 
Yeah, I think it was India. Bangladesh. But no, I'm Don't worry about facts. Yeah, Just I tell the information. Facts. No, I mean, I, I don't want to <laughs> say something that isn't true, but I do know that there were, there were, that there were two major crashes with the Boeing 737 MAX, and the conditions were similar. The, the, uh, the, what happened basically in both of them was the plane took a nosedive, and they determined, and, and Boeing had admitted this, that there was a condition under which the sensor would give a false reading and the software would think the plane was stalling. Now, I don't, we can get into the science of flight if you want, but stalling basically is when you're climbing too fast. Your nose is too high, you're too high of an angle. If the plane doesn't have enough power to push the plane at that angle, then what happens is the plane basically loses its airspeed. It's just like if you're riding your bicycle up a steep hill, the hill's too steep, you slow down, right? Right. Once you lose too much airspeed, you fall like a rock. So what the plane is doing, what the autopilot's doing, is pulling the nose down in order to increase the airspeed. And to gotcha. prevent stalling. Well, that's software on the plane, and apparently in both of these crashes, that software failed and caused the plane to suddenly dive into the earth, which is worse than stalling, really, because stalling, at least you fall, diving straight down, you powered crash, dive, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but they found out enough to know that, like, and that's why Europe and everybody had, had had canceled, you know, had grounded the 737s, but the U.S. was a little late getting there, partly because Boeing is a United States company, and I think we mentioned that the last time we talked about it. Like, we sort of have a sweet spot for Boeing, and, like, we don't want to... Right. But uh, but now Boeing is losing a ton of money every day while these planes are grounded, and they promised... Boeing was uh, Dick Cheney's company, wasn't it? No, that was the company that... Oh, that's Halliburton. Halliburton, yeah. My fault. Well, no, it, they're all the same as far as I'm concerned. Different, yeah, different names, yeah. but they all have the yeah. same owners. Um, anyway. Yeah, anyway, so long story short, uh, right now the plane's grounded. Boeing is working on a fix, and uh, they'll probably be back in the air before long. But Boeing has lost a lot of money over this, and they've lost a lot of credibility also because they knew about the problem long before, uh, I think, either of the crashes. So so there's... there. Eh. Anyway, it's 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 one of those touchy subjects. If oh, uh, and it and didn't Trump ground the plane though? Like that was yeah, one of yeah, the things Trump, that he Trump, did right. Yeah, yeah, Trump. Amazingly, told, yeah, for some, I think Trump was taking a lot of heat on that, and he told the FAA ground it. Which is, I mean, hey, that's that's you got to give Trump credit where credit is due. He's done a he's actually done a couple of things that I think were useful. Um, uh, and you know, I mean, everybody gets something right eventually, right? If you even if, Every even dog if, finds a bone. Even if you're a crazy police officer with a clip full of ammo, you can, you know, eventually you hit your target, right? Oh, no. Do we have another one of those? No, I just threw it out there because oh. I know you hate it when I bring that stuff up. Okay, so. You're yeah. baiting me. It's, it's a, it was um, a metaphor, okay? All right, so also I got, I know we're like way into this now, but so I don't know how we got here, but I got another bit of news. Yeah. Right. So on an earlier podcast, too, we were talking about the Democratic Party and all the people running for president. Yeah. And I said, there's no way Joe Biden was going to run. No, I said, there's no way that they're gonna, the Democrats are going to get away with putting forward an old white guy. And you were basically saying, I don't know, Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, he's has, blah, blah, blah. He's well, you been, know what? Yeah. Well, 
First of all, I don't think he ever declared that he was running. No, but no, secondly, he hasn't. But, but his, his race may be over before he declares it. Exactly. The headline that I caught was two more women are now stepping forward to accuse him of, of being the creepy uncle. Exactly. Yeah, so, I don't know that that would completely. I don't know that would completely sink him if the DNC had the decision to make. I think they would still run him, but I don't think the DNC is going to get to push him uh, down our throat. I don't. I mean, the DNC loves him because he's 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 a nice guy. Well, <laughs> look, the DNC can force Hillary down our throats, and we all get behind her because she's a woman. Right, you know, right. But well, you can't, true. the DNC is not going to be able to force a white guy down our throats when the Me Too movement's going to push well, right back and that, say, no way, bitches, we want a woman. I don't care who it is. Especially one that's not creepy. You know, one that's not going to be like hovering over you and breathing on your neck. But having said that, Joe Biden has yet to announce that he's running. And after all this, I suspect he will not announce he is running because there would be no point. He would just be subjecting himself to further scrutiny. Right. If he's already got four people who are who are willing to testify against him as being the creepy uncle, he's just going to have nothing but trouble. And he knows that. And I don't think he at his age, I don't think he wants to deal with it. I, I wouldn't either if I were him. I'd be like, well, fine, this is going to be too controversial. I'm out of here. Yeah, well, that's what I said the first time we talked about before any of this started was I just didn't think his heart was in it. And he wasn't going to put his family through that and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the reason I said I don't know is because he's such an obvious choice for the DNC. And I'm not defending that choice. I'm just saying they want an establishment candidate. And it's been said, and I've read it several times in the meantime since we last talked about it, people saying, but Joe Biden is the perfect middle of the road consensus builder kind of a candidate that oh we can get. Oh my god, that's exactly why they're going to lose again. That's what's going to get Trump reelected. I completely agree with you. Um, but you know, here's the good here's the good news is that Trump is fixing to let Obamacare get abolished in the courts or declared unconstitutional or whatever you call it. You get get struck okay. struck down in the courts. Struck down. Because struck. he's he's telling the um, what do you call it? The Department of Justice to not defend it, to actually go against it. So there's nobody defending Obamacare right now. Obamacare you know, has these constitutional challenges. Since, the, since Congress decided to remove the penalty for not having insurance, okay. they're saying, the states are now saying, hey, if you take away the penalty, then people don't have to carry insurance, and having the insurance company required to, to carry people that they don't want to carry because they're because they're you know existing conditions that kind of thing, it's unconstitutional. So that's the that's the deal. And and to be honest with you, I tend to agree with them. The trade off used to be we make everybody have insurance, and the insurance companies have to carry everybody. That was the deal. Okay. And that deal will be struck down because the Congress screwed it up. So basically, the Republicans and Trump broke it so that the courts could strike it down and Trump has every intention of letting the courts strike it down and this is the best part he says we're not going to get the Republican health care plan which is going to be awesome it's going to cover everybody it's going to have lower deductibles it's going to be cheaper it's going to be amazing but we're not going to get to see it until after the 2020 elections (laughs) well we will get to see it then if they run Biden. Uh, <laughs> no, I guess my point is that, that, okay, so we got one of two outcomes here. 
Uh, one outcome is that people get really pissed at Trump for letting health care get totally fucked up. Because if, it, if Obamacare gets struck down, something like 30 million people just instantly lose their health care. Um, that's one possibility. People get angry about that and say, we're not reelecting Trump. The other possibility is that since these people love to believe in used car salesmen and just love to believe that someone's telling them the truth, even though there's no evidence to suggest that they are, and they believe in people like Alex Jones and all these other people who spout these things and go, oh, yeah, he said it. I heard it. It must be true. They're thinking, well, we must reelect Trump and reelect Republicans to Congress because that's the only way we're going to get this awesome health care plan that they have waiting in the wings. I it really, to, to me, I think it depends on the 30 million people, right? So there's plenty of people, you're one of them, that I know that have insurance that might as well not because every time you go to the doctor or whatever, you got to fucking pay for it out of your pocket. You got to meet a deductible that you'll never be able to meet in order for your crappy insurance just to consider paying possibly 60% of your bill when it's already going to be you know, four times as much as it should be. You know what I mean? And yeah, so that yeah. insurance doesn't do them any good. So if 30 million people lose their insurance and they weren't using their insurance anyway because even with insurance they can't afford to go to the doctor, they're not going to give a fuck and you might as well see what the Republicans' deal is going to be because it can't be any worse. On an interesting side note, I completely agree with what you just said. On an interesting side note, I was uh, Nancy Pelosi and the people that are against the single payer health care system, and I, and I mentioned Nancy Pelosi because we know the Republicans are against it. I mean, it goes without saying, but we have Democrats, you know, very prominent Democrats who are against it. Um, but one of the things that that they say is a problem with it is that it would cost us something like $3 trillion a year. And you and I, have, we've talked about this on the podcast too, about how that number is very uh, misleading because of the fact that we're already paying uh, more than $3 trillion a year for our health care. But, right. but, uh, but the point I wanted to make was I actually just did the math in my head and was like, well, with 300 million people, $3 trillion a year is roughly $10,000 per person. Now, if you prorated that out, uh, across, like, you know, who can afford it so that so that the people at the lower end paid less than the people at the top end paid. Because there's going to be some tax, right? There's going to be, if you do universal health care, you're going to have to raise some tax, income taxes, sales tax, federal sales tax, whatever. You're going to have to raise the money because people aren't just going to get free health care. They're just going to get a better deal. Um, right. But the point I'm trying to make, though, is that it comes to about $10,000 a head. And, you know, I suspect at the bottom would be $2,000 and the top would be $50,000. But but $10,000 a head on average, if you think about that, it's less than $1,000 a month. Right now, my insurance, I'm not actually paying all of it, but my insurance premium is just under $1,000 a month. So when she says it's going to cost us $3 trillion, and by the way, and we've talked about this before too, but I just want to make this point so people don't think that the $1,000 a month covers anything. $1,000 a month is the premium. It doesn't count the actual cost of getting health care. Right. Because even with insurance, you still pay. I don't care how good your insurance is. You're paying some deductible. You're paying some co-pays. There's always stuff. If you're out of network, you're paying more, all this bullshit stuff, right? If we had a single-payer health care system, there would be no out-of-network. There would be no weirdness. It would be 
This is you would pay. So I guess my point is that when they throw this three trillion dollars a year figure out, it scares everybody. They're like, oh, my God, how can we afford that? And what I want people to know, I know we don't have many listeners, but those of you who are listening, I want you to know. (laughs) We have a couple. And try not to edit this out, that this is not more money than we're already spending. This is not an increase in cost. This is simply a redistribution of how that is managed, and it would probably end up saving most Americans a lot of money. And I think it would give most Americans a lot more peace of mind, which is worth a hell of a lot, too. And that's not even factoring in what employers pay for health care. And that's exactly why if you put some middle-of-the-road Democrat corporatist bullshit incremental change person in there that says we have to fight for Obamacare nobody's going to give a shit because Uh, I mean I have yet to meet I I know they're out there somewhere because somebody's complaining I've seen them on the internet but I've yet to meet in person a person for whom Obamacare has done anything good not one yeah, it could. If I had some need to go to a doctor, it may help. I, I only because the government's paying my premiums, not because the, the it has improved. But even that doesn't matter. The, the, but you're absolutely right. Middle of the road incremental changes are only going to end up giving more money because what we're doing right now is, is we're taking government money, and nobody really talks about how much money these subsidies are costing us already. They're not really saying. It would be X amount over what we're already paying. I suspect what we're already paying is a pretty high number. But the, the point I guess we're going to make is that right now, all this money is going into the hands of private companies that are, t- that are taking their 25% profit off the top and then passing the rest on to the next service provider who's taking their 25% profit. And when it's all said and done, you know, it's just the government money is being distributed among these big co- corporations and you're getting shit. Right. And... As we also report on this podcast regularly, it leads to stuff like the, you know, $50,000 rabies shot. Exactly. And the all this other stuff. $32,000 postpartum depression thing. And, the, and, right, well, and they keep talking the about insurance medications. companies are making hand over fist money and the hospitals go, well, hey, you know, we can just bill the insurance company, whatever we want. They're, they got money. Right. Yeah. Well, basically, those the, when you're talking about the hospitals, insurance companies, and we got to cut this off because we run out of time. But we talk about the hospitals, insurance companies; they're negotiating with each other. Yeah, you can cut this part off. But well, um, I don't have to. I'm good. But, Keep rolling. But these, but these companies are negotiating with each other to figure out how they can optimize their income, essentially. I mean, there's a little bit of contention between them. The insurance companies are trying to get a larger portion of the profit. The hospitals are trying to get their share of the profit. But the point is they are literally negotiating how to spend this money for their benefit. Life is hard. So anyway, yeah. Life is hard. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, we really are. And this is where you and I differ. I think we're not able to change this. This... uh, it's, it's it's just like the Monopoly game where... Wait a second. Are, are you calling me the optimist in this scenario? No, you're the one who thinks we can have a revolution. I think it's too late for that. That would, but it that could would be, be fairly optimistic, I would think. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse.